This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'll tell you, Tom, I got my ear hurts. Yeah, well, I we saw each other earlier this week. Uh, no spoilers here, but we went to Bubba Gump Shrimp Company restaurant in Times Square for uh, our Patreon listeners. Yes, and uh, uh, you you seemed kind of sick then, but you you said you were on the mend. I've been sick for a month, Tom. So comparatively, <laughs> even now, uh, I'm better than I was at most points over the last over the past month. <laughs> So you, you had or you had or have an ear infection? Yeah, Tom. Guess what? Uh huh. I go to the doctor. Now you're not e- you're not going to try and pin it on all those wet willies I gave you Monday night, are you? Uh, so I had nothing uh, to do with it. <laughs> Tom, uh, the the I I asked you in March of 2020 to stop with the wet willies, and yeah. you only increased the frequency. Well, that's you know that's what happens, Tim. That's uh, the bully's credo. Uh, (laughs) once i get the reaction especially yeah i was giving them to you in the restaurant you're like ah you're going too deep it hurts you know that just makes it funnier yeah uh people love hearing that being screamed at a chain restaurant (laughs) in times square Um, you put your finger in the cocktail sauce before you did it that's so fair um i went to the doctor in the morning because my Mm -hmm. ear really hurt and i think they were just like doctor give me the news What's with the pain in my ear? <laughs> yeah, that's not the way the song goes. No, it is the way. Hey, Tom, that's the way the song went uh, Wednesday morning. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the doctor came in, and I think, like, I told you I had an ear infection. What, what did you say, Tom? Uh, were you a toddler? Yeah, yeah, because I thought only babies got ear infections. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't remember uh, the last time I had an ear infection. I was a kid. Me neither. Yeah, I think I was a baby. Um, and so I think the doctor was like, what is this guy? Some kind of freaking baby? <laughs> what is this guy? Some kind of huge baby? This guy, some sort of whiny, sickening <laughs> baby. Um, so she looked in my left ear, which was not bothering me. And she was like, uh, that looks fine. And I was like, yeah, well, it's my right ear. Well, yeah, I got two of them, yeah, got, doc. Yeah. <laughs> what kind Did of doctor are you? Medical yeah, school? Sheesh. Um, <laughs> she goes around to the right ear and she goes, uh-huh. oh, that looks different. And then yeah. she said, excuse me a moment. And she uh, <laughs> threw up. <laughs> she, she went out into the hallway. She closed the door. And I heard a lot of murmuring for like three full minutes. It's just like. Uh-huh. And finally I hear like. And this other doctor comes in. Mm-hmm. She throws open the door. She's like, hey, you mind if I take a look at your ears real quick? Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, okay, please. The other lady, I think she didn't understand, whatever. I think she went home. <laughs> so she looked in uh, my left ear and she's like, okay, that looks normal. Like, uh, she she fell for the same uh, say, routine. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I guess they teach you to start with the left ear no matter what in medical school. Left to right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you read left to right. They probably uh, teach you to check ears yeah. that way too. She checked my other ear and she went, okay, thanks. And then she went out there and closed the door, and then there was more murmuring in the hall. <laughs> Tom, this is what a brave boy I am. Uh, uh, and I think it was it did not go unnoticed how brave of a boy I was. <laughs> Both doctors then came in, 
mm-hmm. and they were both like it, it seemed like one of them was waiting to speak up uh like waiting for the other one to speak up and then finally uh-huh. one of them uh gathered the courage to uh, talk to the bravest boy they've ever seen and said hey are you in like a lot a lot of pain right now and i was like mm-hmm. eh, it's you know i came to the doctor the you know i'm in some pain and they're like it's insane inside your right ear. Like they're giving me massive doses of two different types of antibiotics. And I was wow. like, and like the way they were talking about it is like, I was like, will I ever hear again? Like it was like, <laughs> I was like getting like a horrible test. Yeah. And I asked like, is this like, sh- do I need to like do something? Like to, give and it to like, me straight doc. Is, yeah. Am I going to be able to like, keep this ear? It was so dire. And then they're like, no, just take the antibiotics. Like I was some kind of idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I still left there being pissed off at them. But hey, they gave but, me the good I mean, stuff. They gave me the good stuff, baby. Amoxicillin. It also sounds like the type pill of, that I could barely the, swallow. <laughs> it also sounds like well, who's the bravest baby now? <laughs> uh, do you have this in a syrup that I could take? <laughs> Tom, you have no idea how big this pill is. It's bigger than your head. Wow, that is impossible, Tim. <laughs> Um, I, I wonder, uh, if, uh, if there was any kind of, uh, like, uh, can, I, it kind of sounds like if you hadn't gone to the doctor when you did, there might've been like serious problems. Yeah. Cause oh, that but- kind of stuff doesn't really like go away on its own. I think. No, I don't think so. It would have no. just spread to your brain. Yeah. And then I would have had a sore brain all week, Tom. <laughs> How are you doing this week? Tim, I'm doing good. Uh, I had a positive experience recently with teenagers. Ooh. It was uh, 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 four teenagers that were trying to steal packages from my lobby. Oh. Oh, did you look (laughs) cool in front of them? I think so. I had uh, my dog in a little pink sweater at the time. (laughs) Uh, no, there were these like four, they were like young teenagers. I would say, I would say so young that some of them, I don't even think were teenagers. Oh, I would guess that there were four pre-teens or tweens. Yeah. I would guess that they were between like 11 and 14 years old. Okay. And uh, Bunch of dang hooligans out there stealing I packages know. at Christmas time. Exactly. Well, and that's, <clears throat> I mean, that's the thing. It's easy picking right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, school had just gotten out. They had their backpacks on. And I was uh, coming out of my door, uh, my the front door to my building. And, like, as soon as I walked out, like, one of the kids, like, ran past me to, like, grab the door. But he missed. He didn't get it in time. Um, but I was kind of like, you know, the other three like quickly followed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's weird. Why are like four teenagers running to get in the lobby? So I got probably I'm to looking swarm at you. Do you know about swarming? <laughs> <laughs> no. What's swarming, Tim? They not ran funny. past me. It's not funny. Teens will uh, approach an adult, swarm that that adult. <laughs> And that uh-huh. adult doesn't leave with his life. Wow. All right. Well, they they weren't doing that to me, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, they were just trying to steal from me and other people that live in my building. 
Yeah, I but, saw uh, a, a, a report of a swarming somewhere. I think it was Toronto. It was a real sad story, but oh, I Oh, yeah, yeah, I, did, I saw that too. I expect to hear a lot of questions uh, at Christmas uh, on Long Island <laughs> from relatives uh, wondering if I'm concerned about all the swarming going on in New York and if I feel <laughs> right. safe on the streets. Uh, tell them that. It's uh, too cold right now for bees. I'm not worried about swarms at all. Um, no, but, uh, you know, the, I, I'm like kind of looking at these kids cause they're, you know, you know, my building, there's like a lobby, but to get into the lobby, you know, um, I feel like most apartment buildings in New York, there's two doors, you know, the front door you can open that just gets you into a tiny vestibule where you can hit a buzzer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all seen Seinfeld. Yeah. But it's there's where not, George buzzes Jerry. <sighs> there's, you know, uh, these four, it was like, you know, uh, they were college kids in the 1920s stuffed into a phone booth. These four, these four <laughs> teenagers right. stuffed into this thing. So I'm like kind of looking at them, waiting for them to like come back out. And uh, somebody walking by sees all this and goes like, uh, yeah, those kids just stole a bunch of packages from the building around the corner. I saw them. So I'm like, oh, damn it. Now, like now I'm cursed with knowledge. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, because all right, what are your options mm -hmm. here? Well, I mean, my primary option is I don't have a package in the lobby right now. Right. Why do I care? It's the Tom Reynolds you know? way. Yeah. No, that's the typical New Yorker way. Um, but uh, I didn't. And the thing is, the packages were all around the corner. Like everybody does a pretty good job moving the packages out of like plain sight. Mm hmm. Yeah, but uh, so the, the was, teens are wise to that trick, Tom. Oh, yeah, but but it makes it, like, a little less tempting because it's like, all right, I'm going to, like, wait to get in this building and there may or may not be packages around there. Right. Or I could just, like, go to the next building where I can see there are packages. Right. It's all, all about deterrence, Tim. If somebody really wants to get in, you know, they're going to do it. But anyway. Tom, if it's so a teen she, heard you saying this right now, you know what they'd say? What? They'd be like, this guy's mid- <laughs> no way Tim they'd say this guy's based um so anyway um the uh so now I'm like oh, now I have to do something I'm like waiting a little bit longer and they're not leaving so I go back to the vestibule and open up the door I go guys I know what you're doing and they're like what no no we're not doing anything and I'm like well that tells me you are doing something <laughs> Uh, because you, you got very defensive uh, and they're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, you're trying to steal packages. Don't do that. Which is cool. <laughs> Which is cool. Look, I would do it, but, <laughs> uh, no. And then I like lied. Well, I didn't lie. There are cameras in the lobby, but I don't know. They're old and nothing ever happens with that footage or whatever. So I was like, there are cameras in there. Like, don't do that. And, uh, uh, so I like walked away and then they like still wouldn't leave. So then I went back and I was like, guys, come on. Like you got caught. You can't, <laughs> you can't do it. Just go somewhere else. And then, uh, they did. I think they really respected me though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them called me a slur on the way, on his <laughs> way past me. But aside from that, I think they really respected me. Okay. You, just characterize that at the beginning as a positive experience with teens. 
You know what? I was glad that I like uh I stood up I and acted like an adult instead of just <laughs> cowering away. Well, here, oh, yes. I didn't see any teens. P- part <laughs> of it is that I'm I'm glad that I stood up and acted like an adult, but I'm also glad that I I didn't turn into like uh like some kind of uh Karen or whatever. Like right. I didn't I didn't lose my mind at them. I didn't tell them like I was going to call the police and press charges and they'll be sorry. Yeah, well, they would have like, swarmed look. you if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't looking to get swarmed. Yeah, uh, swarmed for sure. But I was, I was glad that I like kept my cool, and I was like, like just you know, come on, get, get out of here. Right. Like I said, and I, I wanted to say to them, and I should have, like, also, guys, like you gotta be better at doing this. Don't the four of you do it together? <laughs> like, yeah, you should have given them pointers on how to steal. I should have taken them under my wing. Yeah, you would have been I, like, hey, do you guys want to know, like, these these package thefts are yeah. one thing, but have you ever pulled off a heist? And then you can, yeah. uh, you know, try to convince them that uh, you're the leader of uh, some sort of international <laughs> heist criminal ring. Uh, how would you boys feel if I asked you if you'd be interested in joining a thieves guild? Mm-hmm. Can Headed one of you uh, contort yourself and uh, get into like a real small box <laughs> for a while? Well, I told you, I th- you know, s- s- uh, at least two of these kids, they were pretty small. I think uh, yeah. they would have been perfect for like, you know, uh, cramming them into like s- tight areas, to, you know, un- unlock a door from inside or something. Yeah, it's always a good thing just to know some... Uh, tweens that are willing to contort themselves and put themselves in a small box to help you with crime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you know, they've got. Those if you don't young... have some of those by the time you're forty, you got to re- reevaluate <laughs> your life. They've got they've got those young bones that haven't hardened yet. So, <laughs> That's not you know, true. <laughs> a thirteen year old does not have bendable bones. They can really get in there. You know, if I sit on the couch for too long and I get up, I'm like, ugh. But these, yeah, they could probably sit in a box all day. Yeah. And, and, you know, pop out like a jack in the box as soon as you open the open the top, yeah. which presumably would not be until he was already safely locked inside the vault. Yeah. I mean, you'd be you'd you'd have that work down to the worked out to the minute. Yeah, that's my job. You'd have you to just... buy all these boys' uh, watches, Tom, so yeah. you can synchronize them. I'd be happy to. I mean, I'd probably be tell them, like, before I splash out all this money, why don't we check the lobbies nearby, see if anybody's getting a watch for Christmas. Tim, uh, well, this this episode will be coming out on Christmas Day. We are the only show that doesn't take any time <laughs> off for the holidays. And it's so yeah. massively inconvenient. And yeah. I don't know that people listen to podcasts over the holiday. They're doing, uh, no, they're doing I think that's family what, things. Yeah, that's why a lot of podcasts, they... they you know, don't put out an episode or they, cause I've been, I've been realizing that recently, like, you know, this week, whenever I've been doing the dishes and stuff, 
It's like, God, there's no, nobody's putting out new apps. Yeah, or it's just old crap that I've heard before. We yeah. should be putting out old crap that people have heard before. Yeah, and say we're spending all the time putting out new crap. Yeah. Waste no of everybody's time. <laughs> but uh, it is coming out on Christmas. Maybe we should release this episode early so people can listen to it while they're opening presents. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good thing to do. I think a lot mm. of people probably saved last week's episode um, to do that because I know people really like to do that with their families. Put it right. over well, the old... Now they, uh, can, now they can do it for a couple of hours, which will be nice. Yeah. Um, we're a, we're a wonderful soundtrack to a lot of different, um, you know, uh, activities that you can do with your family or friends. We should put up, uh, uh, like, you know, they have those like, uh, Yule log videos. Mm Mm-hmm. Love them. Uh, you know, and they're like eight hours long. We should just put one up with all the Christmas episodes instead of like a crackling fire. And people can just sit sit back on Christmas Day with their family and uh, just listen to us, not even talk to each other. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to each other. The the families right. won't talk to each other. They'll yeah. just they'll bust a gut laughing and <laughs> maybe bust a brain learning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this week, even though this episode's coming out on Christmas Day, we're talking about what's going to be happening next weekend. Yeah. New Year, we got to get baby. ahead of things, Tom. We're we're <laughs> yeah. not reactive; we're proactive on this show. Exactly. Um, that, that, that's why we don't realize when the holidays are coming up, and we should take some time off and not do episodes. <laughs> Man, the story of our lives is like not <laughs> freaking looking at a calendar more than three days out from anything. Yep. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's. Helped us a lot in life and uh, sure hurt us in more than equal measure. <laughs> All these other shows have producers too. That might have something to yeah. do with it. Yeah. We should get one of those that works for free. For free. Or even better, pays us to do it. Hey, it's great experience. It's great exposure. Yeah. Send your resumes, the complete guide to everything <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, we have reasonable rates to be paid. <laughs> right yeah look we're not gonna bankrupt you yeah we're, we're not here to shake you down we're just we just yeah. need a little scratch we we've, we've some got walking a, around money we've got a, a team of young teens uh pulling off heists that we can rely on for our uh yeah, that's our main our source income. of income yeah <laughs> right this is more of a hobby um oh, t- but, no uh, this is the other thing tom you mm-hmm. come out with a an episode with a Christmas topic on Christmas Day. I don't know about you, but by like eight mm-hmm. p.m. on Christmas, yeah, I'm freaking done with Christmas. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> think about anything Christmas related. Like uh, I'm going to be out, you know, spending time with my family. I got a little mm-hmm. uh, one year old child, and my mm-hmm. mom's like, "Oh, you know, maybe Monday or Tuesday we can go around and see Christmas lights." It's like, <laughs> no, Christmas is Sunday. Christmas is over. I'm not going to do. Christmas things after Christmas. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's a ridiculous notion. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it was probably like more intended for your child than uh, for you, but. Yeah, but my, my child has all the same beliefs as I do. <laughs> he, he can I'm only, sure of it. He, he can't put together a sentence yet, but uh, but yeah, he, he thinks the same thing. He, he knows the calendar. 
I know that uh, my niece has like a, she's trying to use not knowing the day to her advantage in trying to trick other people to let her open up more advent calendar uh, Mm. things. You know, where she's like, oh, no, I think it's this day. I I think this day, uh, two, three, that's the day today. (laughs) And uh, does she just think that everybody is as confused about the calendar as she is? <laughs> I think so. I think she's like, look, the calendar is more like a feeling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as she knows, that's probably the case. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of how I uh grew up and uh you know, it's live kinda, my life even to this day. Tom, it's what we were just talking about. It's it's kind of <laughs> exactly. the way that we plan this freaking thing out. Anyway. Yeah, the, I'll tell you what, Tim. Uh, yeah, I may not uh know what's going on next week. But December 1st, I opened up every uh, little door on my advent calendar and ate all that chocolate. So who's uh, the idiot now? Tom, there's one date that is not in dispute, though. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter who's asking, it's 1-1, one, one, a fresh yeah. start, New Year's mm-hmm. Day. And what do you do to prepare for that fresh start? The night before you go out and uh, you get rip-roaring hammered, um mm-hmm. and uh ensure that you start the nice new fresh year off feeling like absolute shit. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. New Year's Eve parties. Yeah, you, you wake up the next day, uh, who put this lampshade on my head? Ugh, uh why why are my car keys in the fish tank? Uh, who put who put my hand in a bowl of warm water? <laughs> Your girlfriend does that to you, doesn't she? <laughs> no way, because she it's would have to. a normal night. She would have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> Somebody pissed the bed. <laughs> I don't know who. Uh, Tim, uh, when's the last time you've been to a New Year's Eve party? As you alluded to earlier, you have a one-year-old uh, this time last year, they were even younger than one years old. Yeah, it's a couple months old. Um, yeah. What I did for New Year's last year, Tom, was mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> sat on a couch with my brother while everybody else was asleep, um, mm-hmm. chatting about things while Back to the Future 3 was on. Um, <laughs> the worst one. Oh, so the traditional way. Yeah, and then uh, I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, it's 12.07. Happy New Year, and I went to bed. Um, <laughs> I like I like how you always mention Back to the Future 3, you know, the worst one, like I made it or something. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, uh, if you had to plan things, like, if you're watching yeah. one or two, it's at least, oh, I rang in the new year watching a real compelling movie. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future 3, it's just like, I watched Michael J. Fox, kind of like, I watched a movie that implies that, like, there's like this incestuous relationship between his oh, that's mom and dad's uh, <laughs> families going back generations, right? Like yeah, his great great grandfather looks <clears throat> like his like him, and his great great grandmother looks like his mom. Yeah. So maybe hey, that was uh, another time travel thing, where like the great great grandfather was him from another time period or something going back. Almost, could it, you know, could have been fornicating with a, his mom in a different time. 
Uh, well, they they didn't want to make any more Back to the Future movies after that, so we'll never know unless they uh, answer that in the cartoon series. Yeah, we'll have to get our hands on that. <laughs> Which I think is maybe considered canon. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, who cares, right? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, it had Christopher Lloyd in it. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, again, I guess that's who a, cares. Yeah. Well, canon's always a weird thing because, like, after and that's what caused so many problems with Star Wars. Uh, I think for a while because it's like. If you make a if you make some movies, you make a trilogy, and then they're like, "We're gonna make a bunch of spinoff content." If you're like, "Yeah, whatever, we're not gonna make any more movies. Do whatever the hell you want." Then it doesn't really matter what canon is, right? But, but then when it's like, "Oh, actually, we want to make, uh, we sold all this IP to Disney, and we want to make more of these," and it's like, "All right, well, I guess you're gonna have to take those like 600 novels and just say they don't count anymore." Yeah. I mean, the other thing about all this is they're just made up stories. So who cares? <laughs> you want them to be consistent. You want your made up stories to be consistent. Yeah. Too. But if it's not worth getting angry about. If you're upset about the inconsistencies, then go find a, another made up story to distract <laughs> this, yourself this, from, <laughs> from responsibility until you eventually die. Is this what uh, you tell your wife when you lie to her, Tim? <laughs> Look, yeah, I made it. Yeah, whatever. Get a life. (laughs) I didn't lie to anybody. I just thought Back to the Future was bad. Anyway. um, So that that was your last New Year's Eve. Yeah. um, I think Mm -hmm. probably I was at a party in 2019. Okay. Um, Who knows? Um, What about you? What, What was the last New Year's party you went to? I think it was probably the same. Uh, we have two friends, friends of the show, uh, Pollux and Aaron Lee, who have right. had, uh, uh, oh yeah, a lot fun of, parties. Yeah. A lot of good new year's Eve parties in recent years. Uh, so that's kind of made it, uh, easy. Cause it's like, oh, one of like my very good friends is having a party at their apartment, which is in the same borough I live in. Uh, great. So I I can take the subway home. I don't have to like worry about or or even walk home if if worse comes to worse. I don't have to, you know, pay for like a hundred and fifty dollar uh, Uber home. Right. Um. I, I you know what my tip is always oh, just take the subway home. Yeah. Just take. I the mean, subway I think home. that's yeah for New Year's Eve. Uh, I think that I don't think I've ever like taken a cab home because it's, uh, too hard to get a cab, let alone, uh, pay for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tom, you're always, uh, the cab driver's like, hey, you owe me money. And then you, uh, pull your pockets inside out and show them. <laughs> There's just a mob yeah. in here. Yeah. Well, and back to the future too, Tim, in, uh, the future 2015, that was the style to wear your pockets inside oh, that's out. That's true. Yeah. Did you try to pull that shit on uh, <laughs> I was New Year's Eve 2014? <laughs> I was selling that to a cab driver and he punched me right in the face. <laughs> um, Tom, this, okay, so in recent years, I feel like as we've mm-hmm. all gotten older, like it, in previous years when we were young, mm-hmm. we would yeah. go out and uh, party at like a bar or something, right? Um, yeah, because like nobody, uh, nobody was like, 
or not nobody, but I think people were like infrequently like wanting to have a party. I think just because it's like, I don't know, when we were young, it's like you're you're asking for trouble having a New Year's party. Also, it's like, no, let's go somewhere. We'll like pay a lot of money and it'll be an open Mm -hmm. bar and like. I don't have to worry about anything. You know, like, it's like, uh, yeah. you know, you want to be out. You want to see other people, even though, like, we never interacted with other people that weren't in our group. Right. But then we move towards, all right, we're getting more mature. We're going to go to someone's mm-hmm. house. And um, I had I had a party one year. I don't know that you went to it. That was when I lived yeah, in so I, I, I get invited to a lot of parties. Yeah. <laughs> it's undeniably true, Tom. Um <laughs> But here's the question I have. <clears throat> mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. What all right, the, the main event is uh, midnight. Did you have a did you have a party uh while we were roommates and I wasn't there? <clears throat> Maybe. I don't know. No. Uh you were long gone. Um Tom, I kicked you to the curb <laughs> long before <laughs> this. Um w- the main event is midnight. Mm-hmm. Ryan Seacrest rings in the new year. Uh, in Times yeah. Square, um, what time do you have people come to your home, and what time, like, how do you kick people out, and when? Right, I've I've never been clear on that. Like, my thing when when we had this one party, I was like, "Hey, I got New Year's Eve off. Come over at eleven a.m. Come watch The Price Is Right <laughs> with me. I don't give a shit. Like, well, I'll have booze. Yeah. Uh, let's mm-hmm. have a, let's have all day, but uh." Is it like ten o'clock? Is that is that too late for people to? I think if you're doing it at ten o'clock, then you've got to be ready to have people at your house pretty late. You right. know, like nobody's gonna come to a party uh, thinking like, "All right, two hours in and out." I mean, some people will, but like, there are gonna be some people that are home gonna at be expecting a little bit more. No, well, you asked when when people would go home. Yeah, I've been to New Year's parties where I think at like where they have maybe started a little bit earlier. And by like 1230, I've been like, all right, well, Mm. uh, you know, boy, look at the time. But that's been when, like I said, they've they've started earlier and I've been drinking for a while by then. So maybe I'm at the point where it's like if I have one more drink, that's going to be more trouble than it's worth. Uh, and I'm not just going to like stay at your house until two in the morning, not drinking booze. So I guess I'll get out of here. Right. Yeah. I th- I feel like it's also a little bit like as you get older and if you're at somebody's house, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Christmas thing. Like after midnight, it's just kind of like, all right, we still doing this. Uh, like yeah. we, we got to wrap this thing up. It's, it's a new year. Let's, let's get this, this show on the road here. Right. Well, because when you're going out to like bars and stuff, you know, you're you're looking to uh, have a meet cute maybe. Yeah. You know, I had and- a meet cute at every bar I ever stepped into. I met <laughs> a glass of whiskey, Tom, and we fell in love. There's no shortage of information available at our fingertips these days. It can be overwhelming and discouraging trying to keep up, but staying informed doesn't have to be a challenge. Smart News is here to streamline the way you consume media and get you straight to the stories that matter most through delivering critical and breaking news curated just for you. 
Smart News aggregates local and global stories from trusted publishers so you can stay informed on what matters most to you from local weather to trending TV shows all in one app. Tim, that's uh, what I like about Smart News, that it's a... you know, it's not just news from one place. You shouldn't get your news just from one place. No. I, I downloaded the app, Tom, and I got a personal mm-hmm. experience from uh, a number of different sources. Yeah, same here. And and you get uh, weather in there, too, which is always nice to know about. Mm-hmm. Smart News scans stories, analyzes headlines, and partners with respected publishers to deliver information that helps you live smarter. Smart News has big stories from top publications to keep you in the know on everything from breaking global and national news to real-time alerts and personalized feeds for sports fans. Download Smart News for free today in the App Store to get the news that matters most. That's S-M-A-R-T-N-E-W-S. Search for it in the Apple App Store for your iPhone or iPad or Google Play Store for Android users. Your news, your way. Discover the all-in-one app that delivers the information you need to live smarter. All right, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, question. If you're hosting yes. a New Year's Eve party, which I don't <laughs> think you've ever done, have you ever had a no, party? No, I've never. Um, I think I had a party like a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, no, when we first got our apartment. Yeah, we had a party. You, fe- you slept through the whole thing. Yeah, we had a housewarming party. There were four roommates, and we had like mm-hmm. people. Like we all invited people. Yeah, I was really I think tired. I had the most people, though. I was Maybe, very yeah, uh, popular. Yeah. You, yeah, I think it was all work friends. So you know, take <laughs> take what you will from that. Um, yeah, and I, I I was probably a manager by then, so I probably told him, "Look, if if you want a job on Monday, you better come to my party." <laughs> yeah, I just remember being like really tired. It was like a Friday night, right? Yeah, um, I think it was a Friday. I think I was like, "I'm going to take a quick nap at like seven o'clock." Like people weren't coming mm-hmm. till late or whatever. And then I just remember like periodically people coming into my room and like shaking me awake and being like, hey, man, you, you got to come join the party. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, just give me like five minutes. And like mm-hmm. and then suddenly it was like three in the morning and like yeah. the last of everybody was leaving. And of course, then I woke up completely refreshed and uh, <laughs> <laughs> incredibly depressed. Yeah, and, and you, the, you, the last like three people were leaving, and you blocked the door. Like, said, no, 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 the party's not over yet. Yeah, and I started. It's just getting started. I'm coming up, so you better get yeah. the party started. And they were all, they were all like friends of friends. They didn't really know any of us. Yeah, so. no. Um. Anyway, um, New Year's Eve party. Do you have to mm-hmm. buy freaking champagne? Does anybody like a champagne toast? Can we stop doing that? Can that be a thing that millennials kill or Gen Z kill or millennials <laughs> like you or Gen Zers like me kill? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I don't mind a uh, like uh, I, I had a family like extended family Christmas party this past weekend. And uh, uh, my aunt Sounds and uncle. Sounds boring, Tim. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, Tim. Uh, yeah, right. My aunt and uncle popped champagne uh, to celebrate uh, my engagement. Oh. So that was nice. But I'll tell you what was nice about it. It was like a little bit of champagne for, there were a lot of people and I think only like one or two bottles of champagne. Right. So it was like just a little bit of champagne for everyone. 
And that's what you want. Yeah. You want like one gulp's worth of champagne. Yeah. And to match like the sentiment, they were a little bit happy for you. Um, right. So it's like, we'll celebrate with a little, <laughs> we're kind of happy for Tom. I don't really yeah. want him to be happy. So like his happiness kind of. Everybody irks can have a little, a little, a little yeah. watered down champagne. <laughs> yeah. I feel like on New Year's Eve, um, we're talking like uh we're like it's a given that everybody's drinking heavily um yeah. i think that is most of, most of the guy but i don't want to leave anybody out if you're not drinking heavily on new year's eve um you're probably uh, having probably a better time game. yeah exactly <laughs> you're going to wake up on the first feeling uh feeling fine but like if i've had a bunch of drinks like beers or like mixed drinks mm-hmm. The last thing I want is like a, a little flu <laughs> some of champagne. Of champagne. Yeah, yeah, how about some very bubbly, very sweet uh, liquor uh, to yeah. mix in there? Yeah, I, and also I'm fine. another rule at my parties: no kissing. Don't kiss. No kissing. Yeah, oh, a bunch of people kissing in my home. I think have I? I think I've been to your apartment for a New Year's Eve party. What's that? I think I've been to your apartment for a New Year's Eve party. Did I get out the meter stick and anytime anybody got too close to kissing? <laughs> yeah, that, I'd, uh, that's why I'm remembering put it between it you now. guys. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, it's yeah. just like, you, like it was funny smooth, the first time. Some sort of uh, then, eighth grade makeout party. That's not what I'm trying to host. Yeah. Well, you Tim, host I a was... lot of those currently at your apartment, right? <laughs> eighth grade makeout parties. <laughs> You just, just want the to, kids just to stop them from stealing the packages. Exactly. Give them a safe place to go. Give them something to do. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, to be clear, I don't I'm not involved in no, this at all. I'm in the other no. room. Yeah, exactly. I'm just providing a closet for seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. A safe space. Yeah. Um, I was reading. Uh, What website was this? Oh, I was looking at like websites. <laughs> I had Googled like, uh, you know, uh, uh, New Year's Eve party ideas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like two of the top suggestions. We should probably they... hire a researcher for the show, too. While well, we're that's, at the it. Per- that's the producer's job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, Go Tim, on. And if we've got a researcher paying us, too. I know, Tom. Yeah, we're going to be yeah, rolling start... it in. Really uh, turn a profit on this thing. Maybe we should hire uh, an editor, too. <laughs> um, so I was, uh, you know, Googling for ideas. And, like, I have you heard people talk about how, like, Google's not good anymore? Like, Google's getting worse? No. I mean, you and I don't uh, don't d- d- travel in the same circles I mean, I anymore. Don't, I usually don't use good. I use DuckDuckGo, which isn't yeah. any better. But, um, I think it's good. But anyway... I get what I need it, from it. It's fine. It's good when you know what you're looking for. Yeah. But I think all all these websites now, if you're like, hey, give me like New Year's Eve ideas, you're just going to get whatever website has done like the best search engine optimization right. to, to get that. So the top two uh, results were from Parade Magazine and Reader's Digest. What the hell? What's wrong with that, Tom? Two stalwarts of the uh, the publishing world. I Tim, I want you know, I want like a Vice or some sleazy organization 
telling me about uh, New Year's Eve parties, not not stuff uh, my grandparents would have read. Tom, guess what? It's all the same stuff, just gussied up in different uh, different buzzwords, Tom. Yeah. Well, I like some of the new buzzwords, Tim. Mm-hmm. When you called me mid before, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I know, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> It's just kind of gross. I didn't like. I didn't like the the look on your face. Um, the uh, uh, but I think it was uh, Reader's Digest. They had like too many question and answer things, and one of the questions was, "How long should a New Year's kiss last?" And it gave like a long answer that ended with, "But in general, here's a good guideline: a kiss should last for as long or as short as is enjoyable for both parties and appropriate for both the relationship and the setting." Yeah, I mean that of of course. <laughs> yeah, but like, give me <laughs> eight seconds. Uh, yeah, just give me just just throw out a number, readers. Take a stand, readers. Digest. That's all I want. Yeah, and like you know, they're like they're supposed. Uh, be... They're the ones who are supposed to get right to the point too. Yeah, and I think it should fluff. be like I would say this, Tim. It should be. I would even give a like, it should be two seconds shorter than is enjoyable for both parties. You keep them wanting more. Yeah. You keep them coming back. So you You warm them back to your pad. Yeah. You don't want to kiss them to the point where they go, all right, it stopped being enjoyable for both parties. Enough (laughs) is enough. This is no longer appropriate for the relationship and the setting. Tom, at a party. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you like the New Year's kiss? Do you like participating in it? Um, it's my I, contention. Well, okay, go ahead. That only bad people do. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Um, I don't love it, but it's better than not participating in it. Eh, I disagree. Why do you disagree? Because I feel like everybody's watching me smooch. No, nobody's... Everybody's nobody's... critiquing old <laughs> Tippo smooching style. Everybody's like, whoa, way too much tongue. <laughs> yeah, the, his tongue was out of his mouth before he was a, a foot away. Yeah, well, you're, you and your fiance are known for your um, overzealous PDA... Well, ever since uh, we went to France, Tim, and we learned all about this kissing style they have there. I don't know if you guys do it right. You guys, both your faces are always <laughs> slick with saliva when you're done. Yeah, but we've got the berets on, so I don't yeah. understand what we could be doing wrong, Tim. You each uh, have a, uh, a baguette uh, <laughs> jutting out of the bags you're holding. Yeah. Take take some nibbles of the baguette in between. Yeah, that's um, that's mi- part of the worst. Uh, that's <laughs> I think that might be up there with and, the worst. And then part. I'll I'll say in a French accent, my baguette is soaked <laughs> with saliva. <laughs> I don't know what that last part of the yeah, accent was. That's not <laughs> saliva. There um, you go. Yeah, but. 
but I've I've been at plenty of New Year's parties where I'm you know like the only one not not having a New Year's kiss. I feel like you're rarely the only one not having a New Year's like and if, I, look if you're I'm, the only person not coupled up, well, you're at the wrong worse. party. Then you then, chose the wrong party to go to, Tom. That's on you. Because then if there are other people, then it's the like, oh, I guess, should we make out? Should we kiss? You don't want that. Live in a sitcom? (laughs) (laughs) Do you Um, view your life as an episode of The Single Guy? Do you think you're Jonathan (laughs) Silverman? Uh, I I do remember, though, it was uh, being at a New Year's thing uh, I probably, I've definitely told you this before, but I probably say on the podcast, uh, like either during or right after college where, uh, like, uh, uh, an attractive girl came up to me and was like, Hey, like, do you have anyone to kiss for new year's Eve? And I was like, ah, no. And I was like, oh, great. This girl's gonna say, Hey, how about me? But she was like, uh, well, my friend doesn't either. And I was like, ah, she knew what, what she it- was doing. I was like, that wasn't what I was hoping for, but like, all right, yeah, that's still pretty good. And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. And then uh, that that girl uh, made out with a different guy. Uh, <laughs> Wait, which when, one? The 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 one. Both that... of them. Neither of them made out with me. <laughs> so you were like, all right, I'll lower my standards for this one. Like at least I'll <laughs> I was have like, it. all right, you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. Sure. Well, did you say beggars can't be choosers within <laughs> your shot of that other girl? No, I mean, if anything, I was way too overzealous. I was probably like, yes, yes, a thousand times, yes. <laughs> Um, where well, where is she? And I was uh, uh, spraying banaka in my mouth as I asked. <laughs> yeah, so you do think you do see yourself as as Jonathan Silverman in an episode of the, <laughs> the single guy? Nah, he was he wasn't that uh, slapstick. Nah. He wasn't as slapstick as I am. I like to think. <laughs> um, you really take pride in your slapstick behavior. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, no women liked it. None of them were like, ah, oh, it's a. You know what? I would like to kiss that guy at midnight who's sitting in the corner just spraying banaka in his <laughs> mouth over and over. Um, but that was, I think, like the only, uh, like, uh, as close as I ever got to kissing a stranger on New Year's Eve. Right. Um, well, I'm sorry uh, it didn't work out for you. It it was fine. It was just I was mad because like she was kissing a, a friend of mine and that friend uh was gay and I was just kinda like it's it's lost on him. Yeah. Should have been me. Yeah. I mean, I think he probably still like yeah, he's still like, yeah, that was fun. He wasn't like grossed out by it, but still I would have appreciated it more, I think. Here's a party tip for you. Mm-hmm. Um if uh if you feel as Tom does, um, when you don't have somebody to kiss at midnight, that you're the only one. I you mean, you kiss feel your weird hand about or it. a pillow. You can do that. That's more for practice <laughs> um, in case uh, one of those uh, last-ditch efforts come true. Well, practice makes perfect, Tim. You want to be um, ready when the opportunity comes. If you've been partaking in a lot of appetizers, there's probably mm-hmm. not going to be anybody monitoring the bathroom if you really got to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a good practical tip, Tim. <laughs> and also, Why, uh, 
This is why it would be helpful if freaking Reader's Digest would just give a time. It could be like, all right, I get in there at 11.58, um, right. and then I know, okay, it's 35 seconds. I got till 12.30 and 35, 12 o'clock and 35 seconds. Now you're talking about uh, timing uh, your poop plopping into the toilet with the ball dropping? <laughs> I mean, I that would probably be what it is. But it's a happy that, accident if that happens. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the dream, Tub. <laughs> that's what we're all striving for. I mean, that's a pretty good look. If, if you've got nowhere to go this New Year's Eve, you could do a hell of a lot worse than trying to pull that off. <laughs> you time it with the ball drop. Um, Tim, I was also looking at... Uh, you know, when I was Googling for things, um, there was uh, this website, thebash.com. Ooh, sounds like and fun. And I was like, oh, all right. That sounds a little more my speed than Reader's Digest and Parade Magazine. But then I realized that this place is, this website's just like, uh, you can just uh, uh, hire uh, like party, party related uh vendors i guess services is this a strippers thing no because uh i realized i read a few articles on there and every new year's eve uh party they they recommended that you should hire a caricaturist to uh, draw caricatures of people at the party i think i would hate that at a party (laughs) right but if you weren't consenting to a caricature and somebody you know, you're at a party. Maybe Wait, it wouldn't be party. like a face painting booth where you have to actively go up there and request a caricature? I, I mean, I guess it would probably be up to the host what they want to do. You think it's just but some yeah, creep I mean, sitting I'm, in the corner doing uh, yeah. mean-spirited caricatures? You, you are single. Maybe you've met somebody else there who's single. You're hitting it off. Then all of a sudden, some creep taps you on the shoulder. And he's like, oh, I drew this picture of you with buck teeth mm. and, uh, you know, cross-eyed and... Uh, pimples all over your, your face. Pants. Yeah, poop, poop in your pants. Uh, timed with the ball dropping. You know, I don't know if you can tell. There's a little TV in the corner. You can yeah. see the ball dropping. <laughs> and and you've got a thought bubble saying, "I finally did it." <laughs> I mean, at least it's nice that you're achieving something in the caricature. Yeah. At least you're not failing they- at something. They also had a um, uh, suggestion, a fortune teller, which at first I was like, that's dumb. But then I was like, oh, I guess like, you know, people want to know what the New Year's uh, has in store for them. It just seems uh, to me that any um, like I bet it's it's expensive to hire staff on New Year's Eve, like for like uh, serving and like catering and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I bet like something. silly like that other stuff is even more expensive oh yeah because like somebody that does caricatures or fortune telling like they probably don't normally work like after five right so if you're if you're pulling them you're having them come out i mean you could have them come into your party earlier in the in the evening i guess (laughs) is a caricature good at like a nine to five in your mind (laughs) yeah but I'm just saying the the guy the, doing the caricatures, he, he doesn't do have to be office. there. Yeah. He doesn't have to be there at midnight. You could have him there, you know, between eight and ten. That's fine. How hard would it be to <laughs> or learn you could, the art of caricature? Um, I don't. It's probably you know more practice than anything. You know, yeah. the the time you have to put in. 
Yeah. I'll just, yeah, I'll put in the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've also got to learn some basic self-defense, Tim, because, you know, sometimes people aren't going to be happy with the characters. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You got to be able to block. That's handled, Tom. That's been years and years (laughs) of training on my part. I think I can handle myself with an irate muscle man. I think that that you've drawn as a wimp. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I, I think keep it, in mind they're mm-hmm. coming at you with a broken spirit, right? That's true. They, <laughs> so, they've been uh, humiliated in front of an entire party full of people. Yeah. So yeah, you, you have you have that advantage. You have the mental advantage going in. Um. I also think it would be worth paying a caricaturist to be there late so they could make a, a bunch of speed drawings of how everybody kisses. Ooh, yeah. See, this you is know? why I don't like kissing at parties. I'm always afraid somebody's <laughs> going to draw a caricature of me kissing <laughs> my wife at a party. And tap you on the shoulder on your way out and go, this is you kissing. Yeah. And it's a picture of you with buck teeth and <laughs> pimples, cr- pooping your pants. Cross-eyed. Cross eyes, you've got like a big Adam's apple, like a real gross one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know When's what the a last big time ears, you got a, a caricature big ears, of a big yourself? Nose. I've never had a caricature. I don't need that in my life. I know, but not even, like, I feel like I got one on vacation when I was like seven or eight years old. No, and I don't think like, I've what ever do you had like? one. And I was just like, yeah. I don't know, baseball. So they like just drew me as a baseball player. It wasn't. Oh, it, it wasn't insulting. It actually. I think. Yeah. Uh, Tom. I think I was making contact with the ball. Looked like that yeah. ball might have had a chance of leaving <laughs> the. Park. It was a real dinger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. I think actually now that I think about it. I had. I don't think it was like a caricature, but it was like a like a like a charcoal portrait done when I was a kid. Like a police sketch um, done Not by a police sketch. <laughs> Somebody like a... described your appearance. No, it was it was in profile. It, it would have been an awful police sketch. But uh, no, I mean, even uh, recently when I was in Mexico City, we were walking through the park one day, and there were like a million people doing caricatures, and they were extremely cheap. And it was just like whatever somebody draws of me, unless they you know, hand me like a drawing of like the handsomest man ever. It's just going to be seared in my mind, like what they drew for the rest of my life. And that's how I'm going to see myself forever. But don't maybe you want to have that so you can know what to improve about yourself. No, maybe it's like, Oh, this is what people have been too afraid to tell me all this time. And now finally this man in Mexico city or woman, um, is not afraid to tell me the truth. Finally, need, someone I, has the courage to speak up. I don't need a caricature artist to tell me I have a big head. <laughs> yeah, I told you <laughs> you have a big head. You yeah. should you should work on uh, uh, shrinking my head, shrinking your head a little bit. It's not just a yeah, tiny see? bit, not all the way. Like they're not gonna show me anything that I can improve. You can make your body bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's just going to cause other problems. <laughs> um, just try it. Tom. Tim, have you... Muscle what? men in 2023, you and me? 
<laughs> Tim, It'll make your every, head look smaller. Every year you you claim this is the year you're not not the year you're gonna get in shape, you're gonna improve your health. Every year you claim is the year you're gonna become a straight up muscle man. Yeah. This is the year. All right. I'm finally I'm I'm ready for it. Well if I'm gonna look, I'm gonna need to if I'm gonna do this caricature gig uh next New Year's Eve. Right. Oh man. You know it would stink? Imagine like the the two of us, we spend all this time becoming muscle men. And then uh this time next year, you know, we're like fucking ripped. We haven't bought new clothes. We're like busting out of our very cool. Our clothes yeah, I don't I don't intend to to get Well, new yeah, clothes. what's the point if if people aren't going to be like, "Wow, I yeah, remember show you off in my sh- physique." Yeah. I remember you in this shirt before and it was loose on you, but now your 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 biceps are are pushing right through it. Yeah, it's like uh, when you you know the Incredible Hulk. They'd be like, "Did you just yeah. you know turn from geek to did freak?" Just, and, did somebody know, uh, in the kitchen just make you very angry, and mm-hmm. you're starting to transform? Uh, but we 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 imagine this though. We we spend the whole year. We become like uh, hulking muscle men. We're both like we're loaded up with steroids. We're spending so much mm-hmm. money on steroids. That's but, part of uh, it. Yeah, that's definitely as I see it. We we take our our last money that we haven't spent on steroids, and we hire a caricature artist. And they come and uh, they were like, "All right, draw us some caricatures." And they draw us with little bodies still. Oh God, Tom! How how infuriating would that be? To fuel our uh, body dysmorphia. Right, but the, and then we'd have, I'll I'll break your neck, you little pipsqueak, and we and we we just rip that guy to shreds. Yeah, yeah, we'd we'd murder that guy, <laughs> we, and all would be yeah, fine. I would I would grab his legs, you would grab his arms, and we'd just pull them apart right in front of the whole party. <laughs> and then you'd be like, "All right, Tim, let's get on a plane to Mexico City. There's a whole park full of guys that we got to take care of. <laughs> They're just waiting for this to to be done to them." Tim, have you ever been to a masquerade ball or a masquerade party? No, I'm not party? a pervert. How many have you been to? You creep. I haven't been to any, uh, but uh, but again, I was reading uh, one of these websites, and it said, uh, you know, it's talking about this being one of the ideas that you could have a masquerade party, and then if you're feeling adventurous, have the traditional New Year's Eve kiss at midnight, and then ask guests to remove their masks. This is where did you read this? What I think it was Reader's <laughs> Digest or Parade Magazine. Wow, so people are supposed to kiss people sight unseen? Yeah. What but is this, a thing I- where like, you're having a party and nobody knows each other? <laughs> or they they are unaware of each other to the point where just like a simple mask covering somebody's eyes will uh, confuse them? Yeah. I feel like this like- is just like a cover for a swingers party. Right, and I think yeah. that's what like Reader's Digest is getting into nowadays. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the, suggesting bowls big enough to hold all the keys of everybody in the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, and it says you know you may have you may also want to have a few extra masks on hands for forgetful friends. Right. You know, for your forgetful friend who's like, no, I don't want anybody kissing my wife. 
Right. And you say, uh, 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 rules is rules. What are you going to sit at home alone on New Year's Eve? Get yeah. in here. Let somebody kiss your wife. <laughs> put that put that mask on her. Oh, I don't know who this woman is. I hope she isn't near me at midnight. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was another suggestion. That's, there was uh, also. I don't think anybody except perverts and creeps have done that, right? What kiss so, another man's wife? No, the the masquerade party, right? Like it's just like masquerade things are only for like. Eyes wide shut style orgies and swinger well, parties, right? I think it depends because I think if you want to have like an eyes wide shut style party, you've got to have like a like a masquerade mask that like pretty much covers your entire face, right? You if you've got, I think if you've got if you go into a party and people have got those on, it's a there's going to be an orgy. At some point, <laughs> right. this is our our uh, episode that's released on Christmas Day, Tom. <laughs> well, I mean, people have Christmas Day orgies, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, and some people might be listening to this in the morning while they're opening up uh, Christmas presents and they're going to a Christmas party later that night. Yeah, they you gotta know. Door. Yeah, you gotta know what type of mask, like what to expect, depending yeah. on the type of mask you see. Now, if people have the mask that like just kind of cover the eyes. You're not a hundred percent okay, but it's not necessarily a, a turn around and leave situation like right. the full face masks are. Turn around and leave. Interesting, Tom. Interesting perspective. What? Turn around stay and leave and... from an orgy? You're not gonna stay. Check it out. See what's no, going. No, I'm gonna stay and check out the orgy and see what's going on. Right. I, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go watch through the window so you know nobody can judge me. I can just stare all I want. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. Uh, Tom, do the rest. <laughs> you can find all the links to our social media there, our Discord, our subreddit. Both of them are uh, Barrel Laughs. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. Like I mentioned earlier, this week we went to Bubblegum Shrimp Company in Times Square. That was one of the ideas that uh, uh, they had in here was to have like a- Go uh, to Bubblegum Shrimp Company? <laughs> no, it was to have a Times Square themed New Year's uh. Eve party where you do Broadway karaoke and have pizza and hot dogs and pretzels. Huh. Okay. And then uh, at midnight, you play the knockout game. <laughs> just, just <laughs> um, yeah, what I say? Oh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. You can, uh, you can follow me on Mastodon. I don't know, I don't know how, but you can. <laughs> Everybody's address on Mastodon seems too complicated. They're longer than email addresses. Yeah. Um. I think we all should just um, smash all the computers and phones. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think I mentioned everything. Patreon, yeah. Well, yeah, do the Patreon. It's uh, fun. It's been a month of gump. It's been, uh, yeah. it's been lovely. It, ha- it, it has been a lovely month of gump. Month, month and a half of gump. Um, Tim, uh, I also looked up some crazy uh, customs in other countries. And uh, I'm sure when I say some of them, people are going to be like, I live in this country. I've never heard of this before. 
but this one I read in a couple of places. It sounds like a good one. In Denmark, people take pride in the number of broken dishes outside of their door by the end of New Year's Eve. It's Danish tradition to throw uh, China at your friends and neighbors' front doors on New Year's Eve. Some say it's a means of le- of leaving any aggression and ill will toward them uh, before the New Year begins. And it is said that the bigger your pile of broken dishes, the more luck you will have in the upcoming year. But it's people taking out, like, burying the hatchet. Like, it's just <sighs> like these people all had all this potential aggression against you. I think it's kind of like nebulous where, like, you can do that thinking, you know, like, yeah, I hate this person. I'm going to throw a dish at their door. Right. Um, But... If they're like, hey, what the hell? And you'd be like, no, I want you to have good luck. It's good luck. You know? So it's kind of like you can interpret it uh, whichever way you want. Right. It sounds dumb. I don't have I don't have the dishes to go around doing this. You're supposed to use, like, di- you know, if you, like, break a dish or chip something, you're supposed to hang on to it uh, throughout the year. Tom, how many dishes do you break or chip? Um to the point that they're unusable that you would throw at somebody's door? Um, not very many, I guess. <laughs> and like when it does happen, it's like, oh, this is like I dropped this and it shattered completely. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, they've got uh, maybe dishes are made differently in, in Denmark. Probably are, Tom. Weirdly. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, this one in Scotland, according to Scottish beliefs, I should go there, Tim. Well, you, you could come too, and we could make a, make ourselves a pretty penny. According to Scottish beliefs, the first person who crosses through the threshold of your house after midnight on New Year's Day should be a dark-haired male if you wish to have good luck in the coming year. Hmm. Okay. And Why is that, that appa- though? It apparently goes back to when, uh, you know, sometimes like uh, the person coming into your home would be like a Viking to like, uh, uh, you know, murder you. Right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, thank God. It's, you know, just a guy with dark hair. Yeah. He's not going to murder me. Or he might, yeah. but like it's not as much of a given. Might be yeah. the Zodiac Killer. Nobody knows what he looks like. <laughs> They don't have the Zodiac Killer over in Scotland. They might. We don't know. We don't know what powers he has. Um, but I th- that would be a good way for us to uh, make some extra scratch, Tim. Yeah, on, uh, offer to walk in people's doors on New yeah. Year's Day. We'd have to get. I mean, we'd have to start going around pretty early, though. Yeah. Uh no. Well, it's early at midnight. It has to be the first of the year. Right. We'll, we'll get into cahoots with some caricaturist that's, you know, there earlier in the night. Oh, uh, yeah. He'll leave the door unlocked. We'll come in. One thing I want to say, Tom, mm-hmm. that, and this is this is Tim's takeaway. Uh-huh. Don't try to go to two parties or more on New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, yeah. I hate that. It's like, oh, we're, we're here, but not for the New Year's part. Or, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, get out of here like we're we're, we want people who are in it to win it who are committed to this and then the people that show up at like 1 30 at a party it's like we were somewhere else that was more important (laughs) than this just shut up right but now we're here when you want to go to bed yeah enough of that all right you heard it you heard it here first folks don't go to two parties (laughs) yeah 
Especially Tim if doesn't like my, it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. So knock it off. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.